Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know what, my friends? I have a question. I have a question. You may have seen that these, what is it, 27 House Democrats voted, well, they voted against giving additional Supreme Court justice families security. They didn't, they voted against that. Now, if you listen to what they say, if you listen to what they say, they're saying that they wanted to give more federal judges, not just Supreme Court justices, but they wanted to extend this further, um, which is a little bit peculiar since they voted, 22 of the 27 voted to give themselves more security after January 6th, and they did that without giving federal judges or the Supreme Court justice family members security. But anyway... As we watch this theatrical performance by the Democrats, the Dramacrats, I should say, when we watch this unfold, this January 6th uh, make-believe commission here, again, designed for one purpose. It is designed for one purpose. And I've, I've made this I made this clear. I don't condone. There, there's a lot of facets to January 6th. Suffice it to say, if someone broke the law, no matter who they are, who they voted for, what they believe, if they were a Trump supporter, at whoever, they deserve, if they broke the law, legitimately broke the law, they deserve to pay the consequences for breaking the law. Also, while being, this is a shocker in today's world, also while be, being given due process and not being treated better, or excuse me, worse than a Gitmo detainee. Anyway, so we got all that going on. My question is this. My question is this. For the Democrats, the Dramacrats, who are acting like we are within a hair of our nation falling to the insurrectionists, my question is, how is that consistent? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you demand that, ev- that the Supreme Court justice families get security? If it's this close to going down, folks, if we were within a razor, razor's edge of this country falling on January 6th, and, of course, in the aftermath since then. Why would we, first of all, wait all this time? What was Nancy Pelosi doing? This seems to me that they should have done this. Or, You know, again, we're forced to decide, are they inept? Do they not care? Do they not think it through? Why would they give themselves additional security after January 6th of 2021, by the way? This isn't January 6th of a few months ago. Again, this is the same government that tells you it can control the levels of the seas, the amount of pollution in the air. They can control virtually everything. If you just give them more power, that's what they tell you, more authority over your life. They can take care of all these problems. But yet, here we are, 18, 16, what is it, 16, 17 months after January 6th, and the Supreme Court justices are just getting security just now thanks to the Democrats, and not thanks to the ultra-radicals who, again, voted against this. 
And my question remains, if you are seriously trying to peddle the idea that our nation is on the verge of collapse due to insurrectionists, white supremacists, and everything else, why would you not start passing bills about security left and right? These things do not add up. Of course, they never do because, again, it is for dramatic effect. It is for consumer consumption, voter consumption here domestically in the United States. And they don't expect any sort of question because the media doesn't. The media doesn't question anything. In fact, the media doesn't even care, which we know this already, but the media does not care what's happening outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house. It's still going on, by the way. Headline here, American, uh, what is it? AmericanWireNews.com. I'm going to read you the headline. Kavanaugh neighbors perplexed over lack of media coverage as protests rage on. Quote, surprising to me. So the neighbors are out there saying, what the heck's going on? We got protests happening still. We had the incident a week or two ago when Kavanaugh was literally, literally the target of a would-be assassin, and he was stopped. That would-be assassin was stopped by two good guys with guns, which, of course, goes... Uh, goes largely unreported or at least not mentioned. And then, of course, in the minds of way too big of a chunk of the American people, um, it doesn't, they only process what they're told by the media. I mean, we're, we're at a, we're at a dangerous place in this uh, country's history and trajectory. We have some people who literally have forfeited all desire, all intention for thinking of thinking for themselves. Critical thought has gone out the window. They consume talking points. They don't ask questions. In fact, they get mad at you if you ask questions. If you ask questions about these things that we've seen come up in 2000 Mules, by the way, if you want to watch that, if you're interested in watching that, doing a viewing party with us, still seeing if uh, getting the gauge of interest. I've, I've heard from, from many of you. Appreciate those that I've uh, that we've communicated with and that have gotten this message to us. But if you're interested, all you got to do, you're not committing to anything. I'm just trying to get a, a full understanding of, of who's interested and how many people. Um, you know, I got to look at our capabilities with the the server and so forth, and just make sure that we can make the you know the needs met. You know, make sure that those the needs are met and so forth. All you got to do is text the word mules, M-U-L-E-S, and we'd be, we would be watching the documentary 2,000 Mules. We could chat. There's a chat feature that we can use during the, uh, the documentary. And, of course, um, we're thinking of maybe even having a, a discussion group that I would host after the event. Online, it would be in our community, uh, online community, which um, we would walk you through how to set. It's simple. It's just to set up an account. Um, have to buy a ticket for this because there are licensing fees that we have to send off to uh, Dinesh D'Souza's group. But text MULES if you want to do that to 317-210-2830. 317-210-2830. The word MULES, M-U-L-E-S, if that's of interest to you. So anyway, so people don't ask questions about that. People don't ask questions. From, I got a... a soundbite today from MSNBC, buyer beware when you stumble into the world of MSNBC. You never know what you're going to come across, what you're going to hear. It's usually 
combination of terrifying, hilarious, and, well, probably those two things primarily. And I got a soundbite. They have, they have no idea what they're talking about. The, the, the person they had on as a guest thinks, well, he was using the words democracy and republic almost interchangeably. They truly don't even know what they're talking about. These are the people that they bring on as these so-called experts have no idea. I'm telling you, no idea what they're talking about. And, of course, the people listening have even less idea because they're trying to make sense of the gibberish that's being spewed on that particular cable outlet. So Kavanaugh's neighbors, Kavanaugh's neighbors are saying, we're just perplexed. We don't understand. (laughs) It's surprising that all this stuff's going on. We had a Supreme Court justice about get assassinated. Nancy Pelosi hasn't even really cared about their security until the past, what, week or whatever. We've got 27 radical leftists in the House who still don't care about their security, although they tell us that they wanted to find more security for more federal judges. And my question, again, is if you're that serious and concerned about this nation being toppled by insurrectionists and white supremacists, I think you should have passed these bills January 7th, 2021. That's just me, though. That's just me. I actually think that action has to be taken that corresponds with what you're telling us you believe is the real problem. And of course, this is not what it is. We are being gaslit. We are being sold a bill of goods. They only care about political victory and political power. I'm telling you, it. I'm talking about the radical leftists, and I'm talking about the media, and they're terrified. In fact, they're out there telling Democrats they better scare the heck out of their voters in order to get them to the polls here in November, or they're going to face the biggest shellacking maybe in modern history. Of course, no guarantees. You have to go out and vote. Don't get apathetic here, lazy. That can lull us to sleep. In fact, Steve Bannon said some things that I'm not necessarily down with, but that's beside the point. Let's look at this article here. Kavanaugh's neighbors, they're perplexed. This is, again, AmericanWireNews.com. The deafening silence from mainstream media over a recent attempt on Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's life by the well-armed, I don't say the name of these idiots, uh, 26-year-old, has even Kavanaugh's neighbors scratching their heads as activists continue to violate federal law outside the justice's Chevy Chase home. Again, where are you, Merrick Garland? Where are you? Biden administration, where are you, federal law enforcement? Where are you, those those who have told us that you're concerned about violence being taken against people that work in our government, whether it's politicians, January 6th, justices of the Supreme Court today? Where are you? I want to know where you are because this is still happening. The neighbors are perplexed. In fact, these neighbors, now think about this. The Chevy Chase, Maryland, which is a suburb of Washington, D.C. In fact, I wouldn't, it's, it's really, it's, it's not right by the hill, but it's on the out, it's connected, connected to the northwest side of D.C. It's, it's a suburb, but it is, connect, it's almost just like the metro D.C., I would say it's metro D.C. area. And D.C., District of Columbia, the home of our ever so brilliant federal government, It votes like 92% Democrat or something like that. 90-something. So statistically, 
these neighbors who are talking to the media, the neighbors who are perplexed, the neighbors who are clueless as to why no one cares about their neighbor, friend, well, maybe friend, who knows, hopefully friend, and Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, they're perplexed as to why no one cares about this, why this isn't, it's obvious why it's not big news. It doesn't it doesn't fit the narrative. The leftists aren't supposed to be blamed for all this political violence. No, no, no. It's not Black Lives Matter. It's not Antifa. It's not these radical pro-abortion groups that have declared literally open season on pro-life groups. I got that story in here as well. What's the name of that radical group? Jane's Revenge. Oh, yes, Jane. It's a very loving, very loving radical left group. They tell us that they are all about what uh, love and goodness and kindness and getting along, and they name their group J- Jane's Revenge. <laughs> Jane's Revenge, and they call for open season on pro-life groups. These neighbors are perplexed. They shouldn't be. I mean, the only people who are perplexed are committed, are, are people who vote for this stuff, and who believe the narrative, and now that these neighbors are caught up in the middle of this, now statistically they all voted. They all voted for the guy in the White House today, Joe Biden, and they'll probably continue voting for him even after they're dead. But he's he is ninety again ninety two percent of DC votes you know Democrat. They're perplexed. No one cares about their neighbor. No one cares about their community, and this is. Somehow, why would this be surprising? It's it's terrible, it's despicable, but it's completely predictable. I'm going to continue reading here. As American Wire News reported, the major news networks and papers have collectively turned their backs on the disturbing story, arguing that it is a nothing burger because the deranged alleged shooter, or I should say would-be assassin, was sporting everything from pepper spray to, and zip ties to a Glock 17 pistol, which, by the way, was illegal to have. Imagine that. The, the law said you couldn't have it, and he had it. Crazy. I thought that stopped that stuff from happening. That's what I thought. That's what we're told anyway. He also had a tactical knife. When he dialed, 911 gave himself up before following through on his desire to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Basically, the neighbors are saying, what the heck's going on here? They got video on social media of people still walking around protesting outside a justice's home, which is a violation of federal law. Where's Merrick Garland? Where's Joe Biden? Where is anyone who wants, who tells us they want to see political emotions brought down? especially in the wake of January 6th. Where are these folks? In fact, actually the opposite is happening. Ruth sent us another pro-abortion radical group. They're the one that docks these people. No one cares. No one cares. What about the clerk at the Supreme Court or potential, potentially a justice? Not making allegations, but it's got to be something like that. The one who leaked the draft decision that could potentially overturn the Roe versus Wade case. What, does anyone care about that? Might suggest there may or may not have been a crime committed. There's not a law that says that can't be leaked, but if it was hacked or if there were other laws that were broken so that this person came into contact with this and was able to distribute it, it at least it at least breaks the the court's entire history of precedent. No one cares about any of these things. 
Instead, we're being fed a narrative, fed a narrative about January 6th. In fact, there were all sorts of headlines yesterday. Trump's attorney told him that what he was trying to do was illegal, but they're, again, we're being gaslit. We're being gaslit because Trump's questions have always been from the beginning. Maybe he's wrong. Maybe he's way wrong. I'm not suggesting he is. But he says that these vote numbers were made up. And he's gone through and he's explained some of the problems. And then we've got documentaries like 2,000 Mules. Then we've got other evidence that's been shared by folks. There's absolutely evidence. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe it wasn't enough to move the needle. But it's still at least perplexing to the average American as to why Joe Biden, who couldn't get 50 people to sit inside circles inside of folding chairs, he got a couple of people to sit in their car as he was on stage and people were falling asleep, heads hitting horns, and it was honking during his mind-numbingly boring speeches. But people don't understand. Meanwhile, Trump's filling arenas. (laughs) Trump's got people, it looks like Woodstock at Trump's events. Right or the Super Bowl, Biden's out there. It looks like a a Kamala Kamala Harris uh, fundraiser. Do you see that they had to reschedule reschedule one of her fundraisers because they couldn't sell tickets? I mean, folks, this, you can't even make this up. They are in complete and utter disarray, and they're just dangling, you know, this January sixth performance, this drama crap performance. And again, I've shared my thoughts on January 6th. I'm not going to keep doing that. This is this is intended for political consumption. Pure and simple. They want anything to be the narrative besides what has happened to this country. Biden has now gotten, uh, has overseen as president of the United States, the Dow dropping below 30,000 points. Well done. Something else to put a feather in his cap. I mean, if you listen to what the guy says and what leftists say they want to see happen in this country, I mean, it's actually pretty consistent. So we have to at least ask ourselves, is this, is this how they do it? They tell the radicals what they want to do, then they actually oversee it happening, and then they complain and act as though they don't have any control over it. Is this the status or the, 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 the I guess, the technique that is employed? Anyway. Kavanaugh's neighbors are still scratching their heads. It's not confusing. It doesn't fit the narrative. Kavanaugh's a Republican. Kavanaugh, in the minds of some of these people that might be protesting, deserves to face whatever whatever violence they decide to throw his way because they've already decided that he is a rapist or whatever else. That's how these people are thinking. And they're getting angry. And they're... we're, We're in volatile times. We are. But, folks... We will walk through this with you. We will keep you calm, educated, entertained, and energized all along the way. But I've got to take a time out. Listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, the one and only Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. I want to mention this, by the way. I had this in my list of things, the stack of stuff. Hat tip to the great... Rush Limbaugh, but um, I have, I got an email, (laughs) I got an email, what would have been, I guess, either yesterday or maybe it would have been overnight Wednesday from a listener, and I was entertained by this, and I'm going to share, I'm going to share as soon as this loads, why won't this load, this computer has been doing this, 
for the last little bit. So I, I get an email um, from a listener. <laughs> the the headline or the headline the uh, what the subject line of the email dispute resolution. This is from Anthony. I hear from Anthony from time to time. Anthony, I appreciate it. By the way, this is how you start. This is how you st- when I say make it count when you write in, whether it's by email or by the online community, community.tothefshow.com or whatever. I say just make sure that you make it count. Anthony has got a great way. I'm just gonna. This is this is a perfect way to start this email because when I say adoration and praise will be accepted, I. This is what I mean. He says, hey, Todd. Excuse me. Hi, Todd. Hoping you're keeping as cool physically as you've sounded verbally. Now, see, that is what I'm looking for. That gets my attention right off the top. That gets me interested in the rest of the email. And so I continue to read. I always read the emails, by the way. I'm just playing. He says here, he says, you're taking a stand for calm, goodwilled persuasion in these times of you like Anthony tests my vocabulary sometimes ubiquitous, which of course um, means basically everywhere. Um, he lost my place here in the email. He basically is saying I'm it, it's admirable that I have that we try to persuade is basically it. He references some things with Dale Carnegie. I want to get to the point here. Of the email, he says, now, aren't there times, be honest with me, Todd, aren't there times in which you'd like to be in, uh, be in an argument or when you're in an argument, you'd like to see something, and he's attached a little clip from a cartoon where Foghorn Leghorn is uh, grabbing some other character by the throat or something. I think he smacked him or something like that. <laughs> and I, I was entertained by this. I want to I want to say some something about this because um, you know there's probably been times that I think we all relate to that. I mean we get we get so upset um, and and emotions can run high. So has there ever been a time in my life? I mean I, I haven't always handled things the right way. That's that's certainly the truth. Uh, but I, it got me to thinking. And I just wanted to share this with you. I think I've shared this on here before, but some of you aren't going to believe this. I so you know. You've listened, and you know the conservative not bitter. You know that – I mean, I really do believe in the power of, of persuasion. I believe in the power of um, of logic and truth. And not everybody's going to accept this, by the way. But I think there are people that are longing for this. Nothing's explained. Nothing's explained by the media. Nothing's explained by the radical left. I don't think nothing – I don't think anything's explained by the Republican Party. In many cases, there's example, there's exceptions to this rule. I think Ron DeSantis does a great job of actually doing this. I think Trump, I think Trump did this. Not, I'm not saying perfectly, but I mean he he was able to get through to a lot of people that never that kind of had given up on politics and thinking all politicians are the same. But I, it reminds me back when I was a younger a younger man. So I. Went to Butler. I played, I played football at Butler, and I played cornerback back in the day. Um, I'm not sure I could break a 10 second 40 right now, but I used to be, you know, real decent. I could run decent, and but I was one of the little. For those of you that don't know, I'm just going to keep this short because not everybody cares about football or whatever. But I, I was one of the smaller guys on the outside, and 
um, we ran a lot, right? I mean, we were running down the field a lot and all that. So there, <laughs> there was a receiver on the team. His, his first name was Kyle, and I liked Kyle. But I had, I had two, I have two speeds. I have on and off. And so when the, the switch is on, which whether that was at practice, a game, whatever, I mean, I, I strapped up, and it was kind of a street fight for me out there. I'll just be honest with you. And this may surprise many of you is why I'm telling you this. It just got me to thinking whenever he's almost seems, Anthony seems uh, confused that, or not confused, but thinking, surely, Todd, you've had uh, a bout of emotion here where you'd want to slap somebody. But there was a time when I played football, Kyle said, <laughs> it's half embarrassing to me, but he told me one time, he's like, he called me Huffy Combs. Man, Huffy Combs, if it tells you the, the era back that we played in. Man, Huffy Combs, he's like, I don't want to go up against you in drills because, you know, you get too aggressive. In fact, he said, he told me I was the dirtiest player on the team. I kid you not. And it kind of bothered me because I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, now you're not dirty. He's like, you just, you just come at me too hard, man. He's like, I don't really want to get after it like this. I'm like, well, Kyle, then put someone else in front of you because that's the only way I know how to do it, right? So I just, as I got this, it's just funny to me. Of course, we've all lost our cool, right? Uh, but the, the point is, I, I do think, yes, we've got to stand firm and we have to win the argument and we can't be passive, we can't be intimidated, but we have to be smart. Not everything, and I know Anthony's playing here, but not everything is should be a fight. I mean, I do believe that you attract more um, you attract more people with, with honey, as, it, as the old adage says, than with vinegar. You're not going to attract everybody. But there's good answers to some of these questions. And sometimes we're not even given the opportunity to give the answers because of all the emotion and all the talking points and all the junk people have been told prior to our even having the conversation. So, Anthony, I appreciate the email. I appreciate all of the emails, messages that we get. I've been um, heard from a lot of people this week. Some of you texting. Again, if you're interested in that, text Mules to watching the documentary. Text Mules to 317-210-2830. But I've, I've communicated with a lot of people this week. Anthony, I appreciate the email as always. Um, and no, the truth is I'm not, <laughs> I'm not always perfect. But I do know that the, the best way to persuade someone is actually to, to try to Try to persuade instead of giving into those feelings of wanting to smack somebody. But we all we all can relate to that, especially when someone's being intentionally provocative. You know, I think that's the way I look at it more than anything. If someone has genuine questions and is really trying to get answers and work through something, I feel like it's easier to be patient. But if someone comes in, if someone comes in with an axe to grind and they're they want people to think they're trying to get answers and have dialogue, but really they're trying to mudsling passive aggressively mudsling at the other side put you down uh, in a passive aggressive manner or so forth that that's where i mean i understand people get a little bit fired up about that and they and they might need to be told that quite directly but probably not choked as the foghorn leghorn video that anthony sent me suggests so anyway quick time out my friends listening to conservative not better talk i'm your host todd huff back in just a minute Friends, Anthony would be upset with me if I did not 
I jumped ahead here. He had another vocabulary word. I got ubiquitous. Vituperation is the other one that he included in here in his email. I just wanted to make sure that we reference that because I know Anthony gets his kicks off of um, throwing in some unique vocabulary, I guess, in, in his email. So there you go, Anthony. Thanks for that. I want to sh- um, shift gears a tad bit. I referenced this off the top. Reference this off the top. MSNBC, I'm looking here at bizpackreview.com. MSNBC has a group of people. What do we got? Four people on here with Nicole Wallace. This is this was from, I believe this was from Wednesday. Um, I had just seen this last night. Um, but Nicole Wallace has as many guests as they can fit on here because no one, as you'll find out, knows what they're talking about. Actually, we've got one person that's going to talk in this clip, but you can just imagine this. Um, the the same holds true for the rest of these jokers. They're spewing radical leftist talking points and the narrative of the Democrats here. So I want to play this because this, <laughs> this is this is where this campaign is going. You'll remember... For those of you that have been um, listening to this program, and kudos if you have, since the 2020 or even back to 2016, we've talked about the strategy of the left. And the strategy usually is exactly what these folks are are saying, what these radicals are saying, which is we have to scare the living daylights out of people into voting for us. Because if if people think... And if people understand and know the truth, then no one supports this. Literally, no one. You have the radicals, and then you have liberals, and then you have moderate Democrats. The only ones that support what's happening now are the true radicals, the ones who hate this country and do not want it to exist as it currently, as the United States currently does. They want it replaced with something that's much more woke something that's much more socialist, something that's much more, you know, top-down, anti-liberty, and they'll call it democracy, right? They'll tell, they'll get a, a majority of the people to say, yeah, everything, we want everything for free, we want the climate to be under control, we want government regulating all these things, and we want cheap oil prices, so government's got to do that, and of course we went through that yesterday on, on yesterday's show to demonstrate who's really making... I'm the prophets here, but I want I want to play this soundbite, and I'm looking at the clock, and it's better off. We're better off if I pause because that's gonna we're gonna go too long here. This is I don't know a minute and something clip, uh, but I want I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to how confused they are and what the strategy is. And honestly, they're stuck. They are stuck. If they want to campaign, they are gonna have to do something like this because they have nothing. Nothing to run on. I saw a series of headlines yesterday. We've got the Dow's under 30,000. We have predictions now of one and a half million job losses in the next, I forget the time frame, but not too far, the next year or so. Um, We have border crossings at, I think, an all-time high or near an all-time high. We have just, of course, inflation. Inflation's almost 9%. But that's balanced out across all industries. If you take the areas that that matter most to Americans, it's higher. 
it's much higher than what we're seeing because they're averaging it out over other areas of the economy. Gas prices, we've gone through all this. And of course, everything they've done, they won't even support, they won't even protect some of them. They won't even protect Supreme Court justices and their families. Said they'd like to make a political point, even though they turn out to make the wrong political point, because if an insurrection was un- was is unavoidable, white supremacy is knocking on the door of D.C., you think they would be trying to get as many security guards as possible for everyone. But it's all for show, my friend. So I'm going to play the soundbite when we get back. Sit tight, my friends. Back here in just a minute. <laughs> My friends, so let us play this soundbite. Let's cue this bad boy up. Nicole Wallace talking with a bunch of radicals about how they're going to, the Democrats, of course, MSNBC is literally, all the media is the PR firm for the Democrats, but of all the PR firms for the Democrats, MSNBC is the most, it was the craziest. So they're peddling the most insane PR that there is. So I want you to listen. I want you to, I get such a kick out of this. Listen to this advice. Listen listen to how this is phrased and framed and listen to how confused this I mean these are the supposed to be supposed to be the experts. The how confused they are about what democracy is, what a constitutional republic. They they have no idea. No idea what they're talking about. Truly no idea. And it's, it's in campaigns we have these ideals of, okay, to that that third that Dow's talking about, they got to understand they have skin in the game. And right now, they don't really believe they have skin in the game. That's the point that Dow's making. Campaigns, we gotta, we got to give them a reason to feel they have skin in the game, that this is important to them, that losing democracy is important to them. Mm-hmm. And whether it be not, whether or not it be telling women that, you know what, women, you think you're losing your rights now? What what do you think is going to happen if we if we don't have democracy? You know what, African Americans, particularly African American men who are showing the lowest motivation to turn out in this midterm, you think things are are tough for you right now? Where do you think you're going to stand in a, in a, in a country in America where there where there's no democracy, where they have absolutely no interest? Or at all in in respecting your respecting your respecting your rights, we've got to get that these people understand that they've got skin in this game, and they've got and they got we got scared the hell out of them because quite quite frankly, Nicole, they should be afraid that we're going to lose our democracy. Um, because that that is what's on the line, uh, Nick. What I was going to bring you on is you know, you've covered. Am I gonna? That that's that's the nonsense. We've got to scare the hell out of them. Is the campaign theme for the Democrats heading into? 2022's midterms and look i mean he doesn't know what democracy is cornell belcher who's what is he the president of some some company that's involved in well apparently spewing this gibberish but he doesn't know what he's talking about (laughs) it's embarrassing to me to have to do this democracy is the rule of majority when i come on this program and tell you we don't have a democracy. We have de- Certainly, we have democratic aspects. You can say a democratic republic or a constitutional republic. Those are both, I think constitutional republic is more accurate, but it's it's got democratic aspects, right? Rule the, That's fine, rule the people. But the republic part matters. The constitutional part matters, which says we're here to say we're not going to have the simple rule of the majority. 
And the, the constitutional part of that phrase or the republic part of that phrase, not the democracy part, is what protects the rights of the individual, not the majority. He doesn't know what he's talking about, truly has no idea. Talking about, are you worried about your democracy being swept away? Wait till Republicans are in control and they're going to take away all your rights. Well, that's, yeah, this is this is the problem I have with a pure democracy. A pure democracy. And this, look, I know when I say this, there are people that are like, oh my goodness, what's wrong with the democracy? Because it has. there's nothing wrong with the rule of the people. That's a good thing. But you have to balance it by saying you can't have the tyranny of the majority. You have to protect the rights of individuals to live their lives as they so choose without being forced to do something by the majority. That's what a pure democracy is. And this guy, who either literally doesn't understand or wants to just use the catchphrase that they've used in the focus group that appeals to the most people, are democracies at stake. Oh, man, this sounds serious. My rights are at stake. No, that's what the republic part of this. That's what the Constitution protects. That's what these folks are at war with. They're actually at war with the thing that protects your rights. I, it is mind-numbingly just, it's beyond my ability to, comp- to, to communicate how much this kind of stuff annoys me. Because this, this matters. People are confused. I don't even know what he was trying to get at, other than just as he did, try to scare, as he put it, the hell out of people. Your democracy is at risk if you vote Republican. That's what they want you to believe. That's just simply, first of all, it's not true. Second of all, to protect your rights, you better be concerned about the Constitution. To protect your rights, you better be concerned about the Republic, not just the democracy. And so he I don't even know if he realized it as he was saying this. Because they say our, our democracy is at risk so much. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. It just scares, as he put it, the hell out of people. And this is what the campaign is going to be about. It's the only thing it can be about for these guys because they've got nothing else to run on, not if they want to be honest. So timeouts in order, my friends. Sit tight. We'll come back and wrap up for the week in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. i got to wrap up here, but I wanted to <laughs> – I don't have time to get into it, but did you see the leftist with uh, Michigan Attorney General? She's on video or audio. I don't know if I've seen a video. There's audio of her saying um, she wants a drag queen in every in every school. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but at the same time, this this is the Democrat Party, folks. Listen, I've said it before. If you are a Democrat, rank and file, average Democrat, you have more in common with me than with these radicals running your your party. Case in point, the one who wants a drag queen in all schools. Folks, this is insane. I've got to go. Have a great weekend. SDG. See you next week, folks. Take care.